0: Our second Bible reading uh, comes from the book of Matthew uh, chapter 1, verse 18 to 25. The birth of Jesus Christ. It comes from our pew Bible on page 1007. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child, and will give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son and he gave him the name Jesus. Here ends the Bible reading.
1: Thank you for um, reading that passage. Uh, It's a great uh, text for us this morning. Uh, Let's uh, come uh, to our God once again in prayer and seek in his wisdom as we look at his word. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. Uh, We thank you that we can read it, have it explained freely in our country. We thank you, Lord, for the message of Christmas, this Christmas season. We pray, Lord, that your spirit... We'll speak to our hearts that you would encourage us this morning that you would strengthen us in the faith in Jesus name Amen well friends uh, as uh, was reminded this morning we are nearly about eight days away from Christmas the kids are all quite busy I'm sure waiting for their gifts uh, some of us have done our shopping have you have you completed all your shopping already uh, don't feel embarrassed uh, it's all good, right? It's all good. I think I have, I think I have nearly finished everything. Upi, that's great. Well, friends, this morning, we're going to look at uh, this passage, which is Matthew chapter 1, 18 to 25, and I hope that you would keep your Bibles open as we uh, look at uh, this, this passage together. As we look at this uh, text this morning, I want, to, want us to see uh, four things, four things. One is Joseph's situation, secondly, Joseph's solution, third, God's solution, and fourth, Joseph's response So Joseph's situation, Joseph's solution, God's solution, and Joseph's response Let's have a look at this passage in in, uh, 118. Keep your Bibles open, please. We could follow this together. Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. It simply begins with these words. Very simple words, but yet extremely profound words. The birth of Jesus Christ took place in this Way A straightforward, clear statement And yet what what is revealed to us this morning is quite a significant thing Quite a significant event Quite a significant birth like no other birth There are two facts that are clear in this text Mary is going to be with a child And this is before she got married to Joseph And Joseph was not the real father the child is to be conceived by the holy spirit now that's joseph's situation that joseph found himself in as we look at joseph's situation we know that he is a carpenter he lives in nazareth that's where we are in the text nazareth isn't much of anything from what archaeologists have uncovered it had almost perhaps about 500 people living there it was a small town and there was nowhere To hide here are two people living in absolute anonymity Joseph and Mary so Nazareth is a town that has no great reputation with two people living in this place one being a carpenter and one a young girl who is asked to marry him and now we find out that these two dwelling in this place actually have a royal line and that royal line is quite significant Joseph, who will be Jesus' legal father, has a line directly back to King David. And so he stands in succession of a regal line, and his genealogy is given to us in Matthew chapter 1. Now, have you read Matthew chapter 1? Think about all those names. boys a massive list of names. And God has given us that list to bring us back To the genealogy of Jesus taking us right back into the Old Testament taking us right back into the promises that God has made taking us right back to the line of David as the king now let's see what's going to take place here in this situation we have Mary and Joseph they have started the process of their covenant of marriage now when a person is married in the first century there were three steps in the marriage process. All right, three steps. All those who are planning to get married, just take note here, right? The first step was a covenant commitment and covenant vows, which was called the betrothal period. Okay, that's the first one. The second step was the covenant ceremony with the marriage feast. And the third step was the consummation of the marriage and all three of these steps were required for the fullness of marriage three steps now some have compared the betrothal period to our engagement when someone is engaged I had someone recently was engaged in this congregation and uh, their hands was just the hand was just going like this all the time and Kind of find out what is going on with your hand And then I realized suddenly there was a ring on the finger Can't you see it, Chris? Can't you see this ring? Right? Well, the engagement period Is that what we have here in this text? Right? But it's not for an engagement it's, it, for the, in, in our understanding, the engagement is stating an intention to, be, uh, to get married And the giving of a ring symbolizes that In the betrothal period, they took marriage vows And that's why it was a very, very significant part of that entire process. And so they would use phrases like husband and wife. And there was an assigned period of time in which they would then declare and manifest the purity of their intentions. And then it would come to the covenant ceremony, the marriage feast, and after which was the covenant of the consummation of the marriage. Now Mary and Joseph are at step one because we just learned from the text that they haven't come together which likely means that they haven't had the ceremony or the feast and they certainly have had no sex in this relationship. So Joseph finds out Mary is with child. We don't know how he found this out even though they are in a covenant relationship with covenant promises made They have not come together, and she is with child. Now, can you imagine what is going on through Joseph's mind at that very moment? What will he do with this information? It's an interesting moment in the text. It's an interesting moment in Joseph's life. Imagine if you were, as a young person, getting married, and suddenly, as a young guy, you find that the wife... To be is pregnant. How would you react? Hmm? No, I mean, just just think about it for a moment. What would you say? Would you say, oh, it's okay, honey, it's all good. No problems. All fine. Would you say, can I have my ring back? How would you respond? A tricky situation. He would perhaps have been definitely disappointed. Embarrassed, angry and a number of emotions I presume would have come into play And this is the situation that Joseph finds himself in What is Joseph to do? What is Joseph's solution? Well, have a look at verse 19 And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to, to shame Resolved to divorce her quietly This is a verse in the Bible that speaks friends Specifically also reference to Deuteronomy chapter 24 and verse 1 Which talks about marriage or a man taking a wife We have this When a man mar- takes a wife and marries her If then she finds no favor in his eyes Because he has found some indecency in her And he writes a certificate of divorce and gives to her So So Joseph, what's he going to do? Now also at that time in the traditions it had come to such a point that when uh, when, when the, the man found out that there was an indecent act that has been performed He would make that situation publicly known But Joseph decides he is not going to make it a public matter He is not going to follow the traditions of a man And publicly expose young Mary He is going to follow God's word And divorce her But we see another insight into the life of Joseph Which I trust we can see this morning We find out something about Joseph We know he wasn't controlled by the anger of man We note, I believe, two features of Joseph as a man we see that he is a man of God. Is a man of God. The first feature we see in Matthew chapter one nineteen, which says that he is a just man. Some translations would use this word righteous in place of just. And so Joseph is a just man, is a righteous man, is a godly man. And Joseph was unwilling to put Mary to shame, so he resolved to divorce her quietly. Now if Joseph is a righteous man, then he knows the word of God and is committed to being obedient to the word of God. He will do what God has revealed is right. He embraces the truth of God's word and he will engage in the obedience of that word. He was a man who knew the grace of God and therefore manifested the grace of God by not wanting to expose her and embarrass her no matter how embarrassing it might have been for him at a personal cost it might be to him so to all the blokes here this morning what an example for us guys we need men who will rise up for Christ course we need women as well but specifically this morning for the blokes who are here what has happened to the men in our churches what has happened to the men in the christian world where are the men who would stand up and rule and govern in a godly gracious way here is a lesson isn't it for us blokes here this morning to see that joseph was a godly man he was a just man he was a righteous man he was a man who trusted in his God he was a man who knew the Word of God he was a man who put that faith in the Living God and as a man who had trusted this God he was standing firm on the Word of God and yet was dealing with a tough situation by the grace of God What about for us sometimes in our own lives whether we are men or women when we go through a particular crisis in your life when you go through a particular challenge in our lives where do we come back to friends where do we come back in terms of the strength and the sufficiency that we need for our own lives don't you come back to the word of god shouldn't we come back to that word Shouldn't we come back and cling to the Word of God? Shouldn't we come back and cling to this living God? The God who understands us? The God who has made us? The God who understands who we are? This is our God. You know, I say this all the time, but you must be sick of me saying some of these things, but I'll say it again on my walks. You say, Ah, here he goes again. All right? Don't say that, right? Because yesterday, I met this guy. I see him all the time, he's with his dog, a massive dog, a big dog, and I have, you know, my dog, a little tiny little guy, right? So these dogs meet, they're good friends, and both of us are good friends. So he started chatting to me yesterday, and I said, tell me, what's happening with Christmas? And he said, you know what, Chris? I was quite taken aback. He said, you know what, Chris? With all the busyness that's going on in life, this Christmas season... I take some time almost every day to just think about the meaning of Christmas. Well, that's great. He's a Sri Lankan guy, by the way. So we have lots of things in common. Curries and food and all that kind of stuff. Anyway. And I said, oh, that's great. So tell me something. What do you do? He said, I take like 15 minutes a day. I've been playing Christmas carols with Spotify in my car. Right throughout November and December Because I want to get in the mood of Christmas I want to get the meaning of Christmas I take 15 minutes a day at least To sit back and think What Christmas is all about Because we can miss Christ in Christmas I thought wow I said what church do you go to Come and join us for our carol service tonight Oh I've got my carol service tonight In my church I said ours is better No I didn't say that that. You see what I'm saying but you never know, isn't it? We need way blokes who would stand up and, uh, and be able to testify of what God is doing in their lives and, and what he was saying to me was this He said, you know Chris, last week my wife had an accident And my car was a write-off And God protected my wife and my daughter You see the uncertainties of life can come from many quarters But there's a man who understands faith. is a man who understands God. And sees the hand of God. In that situation. And I came back from my walk thinking. Whoa. That's great. That's a great conversation that I've had. Whoopee. That's good. And our dogs were quite happy as well. You see. Here, here, but, but what is happening here is that Joseph. Is committed to the truth. He manifests the grace of God. So the compassion that he shows. By not divorcing this lady publicly and the backstory here, friends is that you are looking what we see here we must not forget this the backstory behind all of this i see in this text is the work of the spirit of god in the man of god joseph we are seeing a man filled with the spirit of god a man who is walking by the spirit of god as the spirit of god drives him to the truth to obey it but frames him with grace and mercy in how to do it, so that it's not all about him. It's about the Lord and others. We are sure a man of God with the fruit of the Spirit of love, of joy, of peace, of patience, of kindness, of goodness, of faithfulness, of gentleness, self controlled, filled with the Spirit, and keeping in step with the Spirit. Therefore, he will embrace his obedience, but he will also manifest mercy and grace. And so if you are a Christian, circumstances do not dictate our character. They reveal our character. Okay? Is it a humble character or a gentle character? This does not mean we have to be weak. The character is revealed in our attitude towards others. When we falter, which we will, I do, and I'm not sure whether you do, Then they become the opportunity to refine our character. And what we see here is Joseph's character being refined by the Spirit of God. And his character is revealed under the circumstance. Don't you see that? Often in testing times, our character is revealed. Correct? We see what we are made of. When we are put through the pump our character is revealed either the good side or the bad side either the patient side or the impatient side somehow our character is revealed jay he comes joseph with a strange with comes up with a solution sorry a solution and a strategy He will obey according to Deuteronomy 24 1 But he won't do it publicly like everybody else To protect himself from vengeance But he does it privately behind the scenes You see there's a text in Proverbs 16 verse 9 The heart of man plans his ways But the Lord establishes his steps There is nothing wrong in planning Joseph would have lined up all the plans for the big day For the big wedding But God had other plans for Joseph Because through him And Mary, God's own plan, was going to be executed. You see, we are made in the image of God. God does things on purpose. And we ought to recognize that in our own lives. It's just like in the life of Joseph. He has made a plan. And I love the way that one theologian puts it. Man proposes, then God disposes. Right? God redirects this plan. Imagine that. Joseph had planned the wedding, planned everything. Suddenly everything is crumbling apart. But God is now redirecting that plan. Have you seen that sometimes in your own lives? You may have had a plan. You had planned the strategy, you had planned everything. And now God has suddenly come and redirected your plan and your life. Ever come across that? Ever wondered what a strange way this is? Have we ever imagined how God has redirected the paths of our lives in ways that may seem so strange to us, and yet in unique ways, He builds and finishes the purposes in our own lives? Maybe you can see that in your life. So, what's God's solution? To to, uh, this situation God sends an angel Have a look here, verses 20 to 23 But as he considered these things Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream Saying, Joseph, son of David Do not fear to take Mary as your wife for what is, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. You see, friends, we don't know who this angel is, but we do know that Gabriel talked to Mary, so maybe it was Gabriel. We know the angel shows up quite a, a bit in Scripture, and so here's God's solution to Joseph's situation. Interesting greeting. Joseph, son of David. Have you ever come across that? Elsewhere in the scriptures, it's very unique here. Joseph, son of David. This is the line of David. And the angel of God tells Joseph significant words Fear not. This is one of the fear knots in the Advent series. The angel tells him not to fear about taking Mary as his wife. The angel comes to Joseph in his confused state, in his conflicted state, in his compromised state, in his complex state, in his circumstances that is beyond the human understanding that's going on here, and the words that comes from God to this confused, conflicted, compromised, complex Person And situation is fear not Fear not What comforting words to Joseph Often friends in our lives We may face situations that are conflicted, complex Maybe due to a situation at work Where you're facing a tough day at the office Only a few weeks ago I caught up with some person for lunch Uh, From this, uh, yeah, doesn't matter and this person was saying to me, you know, this week I've had such a shocking week, Chris. I could see it in his face. I've had such a shocking week because the place in the office has been a conflicted place. A troublesome person on the opposite desk is giving me a hard time. Sometimes in our own lives, or perhaps it's the fear of not knowing what would be the outcome of a medical examination. Ever gone and had a scan done, and you're sitting in the office and waiting for the doctor to call you in, and you think, ah, no, I just don't know what is going to take place here. What's the result? A few weeks ago, I went for a heart stress test. Ever been on that machine where you have to pump your heart to 170 or something, just as much you can live and survive? Right? They go increase the speed, Boom, 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 boom. I'm sitting, I'm standing there thinking, what is going to take place next? And then they bring down the machine, and I said, so what's the result? I'm not going to tell you the result, but I was so curious to know what this result was. Is my heart in good condition? They can't give you any guarantees, friends. These cardiologists, not too bad. It's not too bad. It's okay. (laughs) You see, we can get so afraid, isn't it, Of when you go for a test, a medical test, what do we do? Or perhaps you've been diagnosed with with a serious condition. We don't underestimate that. But in the midst of this conflict, in the midst of the challenge, the words that we have in specifically here to Joseph was fear not, but it's applicable in our own lives as well, isn't it? God is not underestimating the circumstances of Joseph or that for, for that matter our fears at all. He knows that fear is part of life and the experiences of life. But the assuring words of God to all who trust in him are these wonderful words. Fear not fear not why 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 let me let me refer to Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 fear not for I am with you be not dismayed for I am your God I will strengthen you I will help you I will uphold you with my righteous right hand you get that fear not because I am great Fear not because I have got the bank balance. Fear not because I have got the good health. Fear not because I am it. Is that what it is? No, no. Fear not because I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Who is this I, friends? Who is this? Who is this I? God And then we read this Isaiah forty one thirty four. For the, I the Lord your God Hold your right hand It is I who say to you Fear not I am the one who helps you What great words friends For I am the Lord God has come With information For Joseph In his conflicted Chaotic Confused world And he says Fear not One is that Mary is with child. God knows that. Two is that she will bear and deliver the child. Three, that even though there was no uh, scans or whatever at the time, back then Joseph was told that she will have a son. I don't know how that was all worked out. There you go, the promise from God. And four, she is still a virgin. And what is in her has been conceived by the Holy Spirit. Notice it doesn't say that the Holy Spirit conceived with her, but the Spirit conceived what is in her. The Spirit caused this to take place. That's the promise, friends, that we see here. The virgin will give birth. Thus, the promise to Eve is fulfilled. You shall have a seed that will defeat Satan. And that's what we see here in this text a miraculous birth. So, as one writer puts it, the Holy Spirit made the pre-existent second person of the Trinity into a human being This is a miraculous work of the Holy Spirit in the womb of the Virgin Mary to conceive It was the work of the Holy Spirit to Genesis Jesus Now why has the Spirit done this? The big story is this, by man came sin Death and by a man must come the resurrection and salvation. There is one mediator between God and man, and that is Christ Jesus. And so he must be man, but he can't be from Adam. Because if he was, then he would inherit a sin nature from Adam. So Jesus is fully man, as a real body that comes from Mary. He will feel pain. He is not a superman, but he is a real man. He is also the Son of God, having come in the flesh. And this is the God man, two distinct natures in one person, unmixed and yet not separated, but interwoven, interdependent, one upon the other and with each other. This is the miracle year that we see. And so Jesus adopted Joseph, and the Holy Spirit has delivered the adoption papers. The angel tells Joseph that he will call his name Jesus, which is the function of a father at that time to name his child. Fathers did that at the time. So Joseph is legally and functionally going to be the father of Jesus and raise him up in his home Working alongside his son as a carpenter. So Jesus was even known as the son of the carpenter. Raised him alongside his other four brothers. Jesus is raised as the eldest brother by Joseph. His legal and functioning father. And the angel tells Joseph he will call him Jesus. Meaning Yahweh saves. Because he's going to save his people from their sins. And, and next week John will touch on, uh, on Isaiah chapter 7 uh, a bit more on this. Now look at verse 21. contains the key message, isn't it? God was saying, fear not. The reason I'm sending this baby into the world is because I want to save my people from their sins. What a tremendous blessing that is. And that promise came to fulfillment in Isaiah 7.14. The Lord said, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign Behold the virgin shall conceive and bear a son And shall call his name Emmanuel And here the name is Jesus He will save his people What a blessing that is friends God with us How does Joseph respond to this friends Have a look at 24-25 as, bring bring uh, as we wind up this message When Joseph woke up from, uh, woke from sleep He did as the angel of the Lord commanded him He took his wife But knew her not until she had given birth to a son and he called his name Jesus He woke up and now God has come to him with a word from on high And what does Joseph do? Joseph is a righteous man He does what God says, he obeys God And the work of the Spirit continues to be manifest in his life And he takes Mary as his wife, keeps her as a virgin until after the birth of Jesus Names Jesus and raises him as his wife father the angels said to joseph fear not god was executing his purpose through joseph the son of david who had royal blood and joseph made mary's son his own by taking the virgin mary as his wife and by naming the son jesus and so in doing so joseph bestowed upon jesus the status of a descendant of david He adopts Jesus into the house of David I don't have time to unpack that The kingly line, for in Jesus A one greater than David has come Praise God friends this morning He says there was no sexual relations With her until Jesus was born So we have seen this morning The situation of Joseph The solution The problem The response of Joseph All of these things Fear not You know, friends, Joseph submitted to the Lord. He exercised his faith. What about you and myself this morning, this Christmas season? Can we exercise that faith as we trust him? Can we put our hands in the hands of the living God and say, Lord, I don't know all your plans, but I am trusting you. And this morning I'm I'm giving thanks to you That in your grace, in your mercy, in your providence You brought the prophecies to fulfillment And that Joseph was a righteous man A just man, a godly man Who treated this woman Mary with deep respect Because of his godly character And he followed and he submitted himself To the hand of God Because there is no other place For us to find complete fulfillment Than being in the center of God's will correct you try and be in your life somewhere else other than God's will you'll never find complete happiness and God's word is guaranteed it is hundred percent guaranteed he will not let us down we are VIPs in his presence just a couple of weeks ago just in fact last week we got some invites to a VIP function. I won't mention the place, but it had some beautiful cars. Oh, boy, oh, boy. We can only dream of looking at those cars and ever owning them. I, in fact, wanted to buy a model car, because I collect model cars. That was $550. I was almost tempted to buy one and say, Rose, that's my Christmas gift from you. <laughs> that would have been a massive one, right? So where this VIP ticket seller took Sean and said, man, we're going, we got these VIP things, let's go. You know, We'll be treated in full form here. It was nothing VIP about it, in fact. <laughs> we could walk in without these cards. People from the street would come in as well. So I'm thinking, yeah, but you know what? God will not treat us like that. When we come to him, he accepts us just we are, as we are. I mean, become his children. We are VIPs we are in his sight in the sense that He has set his love upon us, sent his son to die on the cross for us. And Joseph submitted to that plan. Now, let me, as I close, say this: How many times did Joseph tell Jesus as a carpenter to pick up a fist full of nails for him? Imagine father son working? I would suspect that Joseph would have said to to Jesus bring me those nails you gotta nail this wood in I I would think so right we don't have that in the text here how many times we don't know perhaps Jesus would bring the nails in his hands to Joseph how many times would he fashion out a stone trough or, or make some carpentry thing in the hills of Nazareth how many times with his father all the while Daddy Joseph is being used by the Spirit with his son and he'll take rough wood one day called a cross and that wood he'll embrace to save us his arms will stretch out in those and in those hands he will take nails Just like the ones perhaps his dad Joseph taught him to use. And the nails will be nailed through his hands and his feet by the Roman soldiers. He'll be laid in a stone tomb that cannot hold him back and he will rise from the dead. That is the Jesus that we have here. That is Joseph's understanding Of who Christ is. And so friends this morning. May we this morning. Submit our lives. And plans to him. May we give our hearts and minds to him. To the one who came to this world. On that very first Christmas. And ultimately as the carpenter himself. Went to the wooden cross. And was nailed there. To be our savior. Jesus is name. For he will save his people from their sins. What a blessing to know this Christ. And what a transformation it makes to our Christmas celebrations. Does it not? Because our hearts are moved because of what he has done. I pray that this Christmas season that we will continue to adore and praise and worship our Saviour. Christ the Lord Amen Let's pray Heavenly Father Thank you Lord for your word Thank you Lord for The prophecies fulfilled Thank you that we could learn From the life of Joseph Thank you that your solution Is always the best And thank you Lord for dealing With our sin in Christ that makes our Christmas more meaningful and more wonderful as we adore the Christ of Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen.